this is Matt Lautner coming to you on a Wednesday night. We are uh, gathered here with John Minahan and Scott Erickson. John was not able to join us last night because he had to get a good night's sleep because he's loading out a bunch of hogs today. That's real-world stuff. So, John, I appreciate you taking the time to uh, join us here tonight. Okay, just briefly, John, to inter introduce yourself to the audience, Scotty told him a little bit about his stuff last night. Uh, yeah, for starters, Jeremy is a better athlete than any of us, but uh, I would agree with I, Adam uh, Jones. Not in the big show power rankings of 1999 and previous athletes in Greene County. <laughs> we, uh, I'm still stuck here in Greene County. Wasn't smart enough to leave like the rest of you. Um, raising pigs, we just got done loading 500 head and I've had 162 text messages. That is amazing that you have received 162 text messages from people that listen to the big show. Wow, that's amazing. I know that Johnny has a bridge club tonight, living that small town life up in Sheridan, uh, Iowa. I mean, I think that's something I never even thought about. You never left Green County. You're still sitting there just freaking living the good life. Sometimes me and my wife want to move back to Jefferson. You know why? p and &E Chinese restaurant. That's the only reason we want to move back to Jefferson. That's, that's how bad it is. <laughs> that, one, that one Chinese restaurant. Uh, All you right, need so a babysitter and you want to be closer to your mother-in-law. You know the truth. Yeah, you just told me that you uh, finagled your mother into uh, helping out with the kiddos. So, all right, we're going to go fast and quick through the regular season here. We got uh, something special planned. All right. So, anyways, we left off last night. Me and Scott announced that our team was 1-3 in three starting the 1999 Jefferson Scranton Peyton Shredan football season. Uh, we sucked. We were not good. I mean, just briefly, you guys, what changed in between games four and five that we actually did something worth, like, talking about 23 years later? System. And I cannot concentrate because I keep seeing Ms. Davis fat ass in my face, bouncing in. Look, I'm hung over two, all right? We're going to suck it up. We're going to put one in the end zone. All right, 495, curl on one. All right, 495, curl on one. Eyes up. Ready, burn. So just as a point of record, as far as athletic ability, I would say there is no doubt that Scott Erickson was the, the highlight reel in uh, freshman, sophomore. I mean, I believe they brought you up to the varsity squad in, in uh, your freshman and sophomore year, while the rest of us were just down there on that low totem pole on the, on the ninth grade team or the JV team. Moving along, I mean, many you were kind of a scrawny little fella. I think that beer really helped you kind of fill out just a little bit. And it's really done wonders for you now at 40 years old, for sure. So, uh, and my, myself, I was, I was not an athlete of any sort compared to you two. You, you two both had track-level speed. I was a 5.1, 40-yard dash sort of a guy. I did think that I could outwork other people in terms of just, you know, I, I think I could hit, whatever. It's not that big of a deal. It's a long time ago. I just wanted to make sure that everybody in the audience knows I was third in terms of athletic ability. And to this day, I couldn't win a foot race with my nine-year-old daughter. So, uh, <laughs> moving on, moving on. We're going to start with just a quick recap of the games. So, we were one and three. We lost six to 22 against Creston, six to seven, double overtime against Carol Kemper. 
55 to 8, we did beat the lowly team of Saydell. That's in Des Moines. Not very good team, but we, we actually run it up on them. And then we lost 14 to 20 against Carroll High. Just a personal note, Jerry Dopide uh, runs cattle over there in Carroll. His son or grandson was on the team, and I guess he told my aunt, old man in that time period that I hit him as hard as he's ever been bit, ever been hit. Anyways, just a cattle-related note on that deal. So just buzzing through the regular season for whatever reason, and no one knows to this day why we started to win. So our homecoming game was Adel DeSoto Minburn. We win 21 to 14. Uh, the Cowbell game, we win uh, against Perry, Iowa, 35-14. Just chime in, you guys, if you actually scored some touchdowns in any of these games. Uh, the big, the big one of the of the early middle season stretch was against Boone, number four ranked, uh, undefeated at the time. We won 14 to seven. Good time for me to play my first audio clip. It's from the Boone game with uh, radio announcers. Fill me in. I the name last night, Johnny. <laughs> Doug Reader. <laughs> Doug Reader and Doug, Joe Gibbs. Not, not Doug Hodd. He's a local farmer still here today. How about it? All right, here we go. This is just the ending of the game. Uh, Doug Reader. Handed off. Five moves up the field. Oh, the first down, and the Rams up the game one. That is the ball game, folks. Five got the first down, and the Rams win. It's at the 19-yard line. A 10-yard gain, Matt Fire. The upset has happened. For the third time this decade, a JSPC team has knocked off a top 10 rated team from Boone twice of, of those wins in Boone, Joe. And I tell you what, first down picked up by Matt Fry. He pulled the old hurdle act. Rams will have to snap the ball. 14-7, JSPC, the victory. We just got a pinch in the belly from defensive coordinator John Turpin. Boone was averaging 37 points a game. They score seven, and that's it. JSPC 14, Boone 7. Graham team now 4 and 3 overall, but more importantly, 4 and 1 in District 7, Class 3A. And Boone and the Rams are tied for first, Joe. Possibly with Carroll and/or ADM, we could have a perfect tie for first with two weeks to go. Was the audio okay on that? I mean, I'm just looking for your feedback. Like, <laughs> it was good. You put some work into this, did you, buddy? <laughs> no, I did not. So, anyways, moving on. <laughs> But after Boone, we beat Ballard 22-7. to And then I, I read a paper clipping earlier. It's the last game of the year. We think we're hot stuff. We won a few games in a row. What would this be? This would be – this was a four-game winning streak. We're up against Waukee that turned into, like, they're one of the state powerhouses. Uh, now that they're the largest class, Waukee is one of the biggest growing communities in the state of Iowa. Anyways, we were down 11-0 to starting the fourth quarter in that game. Do you guys remember this at all? Yeah, we were – we were flat as flat could be. I mean, it was pretty bad. Yeah. Now, I think that Waukee was just average in terms of record, and we thought we'd roll right through them. And, you know, you come out flat, you get your ass kicked. And I guess that's yeah. uh, a lesson to be learned there. So, anyways, I don't remember the details, but we ended up winning that game 14-11, so we scored two touchdowns in the fourth quarter. So, here's we go. Friday night light. This is going to be pretty exciting, five or ten or 15 minutes of uh, – game action from from 23 years ago i remembered like two or three of these highlights and once like especially on one in particular i didn't even remember it happening until oh halfway through the announcement whenever doug reader is going freaking berserk the first audio clip that i pulled is uh doug reader and joe get previewing how great dennison was and how shitty JSPC was. And that, that's the only way to describe it. You guys give me your feedback after we in, give this intro from Joe and Doug from 23 years ago. You go, wow. 
They bring an 8 and 1 record into the game and it's then ranked as high as third to pole. Their only loss. Oh, wow. They bring an 8 and 1 record into the game and it's been ranked as high as third to pole. Their only loss uh, was a 35 to 34 double overtime loss to defending state champion and number one ranked Arlen. If both those teams win tonight, they would rematch in the quarterfinals next Monday night. Their numbers are just overpowering. Listen to some of these. They average 43 points a game and give up less than 11 per contest. They've gained over 2,400 yards rushing while only giving up 857. They have gained over 1,000 yards in the air, and the teams that they played have only mustered 600 yards passing. Despite throwing 117 times, the Monarchs have been picked off just three times. That's an incredible number right there. They have intercepted 14 of their opponents' passes. It just keeps going on and on. The only thing that's even is the turnover margin, and uh, similar to, to the JSPC Rams, and both of them are plus 11 in the turnovers. The Monarchs are without some key people to start the game tonight due to injury. Oddly enough, six Dennis and Week players this season have suffered some kind of medial collateral knee injury, and that's, that's really tragic. Tight end Adam Anderson will... Okay, that's clip number one from the Denison game. So they are once defeated... They lost in double overtime to Harlan, the number one ranked team in the state. I believe Denison was number two in the state. And we're just a bunch of Hilljack MFers from Jefferson and Greene County and Peyton Sheridan. So we briefly mentioned last night that uh, Peyton is now known for a John Deere manufacturer. That would be Von Bauer. I mean, just this is a farming podcast. So Von Bauer is the guy that, that manufactured these humongous quadruple-sized planters and 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 corn heads and stuff, right, John? And so anyways, I mean, I just, I'm trying to drive home the fact that we are hillbillies and this Denison team was stacked with all-stars. Scott Erickson, my, my question to you is, uh, the quarterback, you said he went on the BV, is that right? Yeah, so it's, it's actually, it's really funny listening to that stat right there, that he only had thrown three interceptions the whole year until they met us in the playoffs. He only had thrown yeah, three interceptions the entire year. And he was going up against, you know, if we had a if we had a forte on our team, it was definitely our defense, our, our offense. Oh, 100%. I mean, it was just kind of uh, stopgap, or we we had some some sticker tape, and just it, it was just enough to get us by most games. And that's the way our season played out. Go ahead. Back, back to him, though. Yeah, I mean, he he later went on to uh, Buena Vista and pretty much broke like every record that uh, was up there from a passing perspective. And what was that? What was the quarterback's name again? Was it Eric right. Weber? Weber, that's right. Yep. Yep. All right. So I, I didn't no I didn't idea. grab I didn't grab the opening clip of Denison scoring. So they're up seven to zero. It's I believe one of the first two or three drives for each team. They they go down the field and score right away. And they're kicking off to us. And then a little boy by the name of John Minahan turned turns the dogs loose. Whoop whoop! Ball taken at the 15-yard line, dropped by five, picked up. The Rams, uh, Minahan has it. He fakes the handoff, comes up to the 20, but ahead 30. One man to beat, but flips high. 40, cuts it back. 35, 30, 25, 20, 15, breaks the tackle, 10, 5, touchdown! A 90-yard kickoff return, Jonathan Minahan. It's 7-6, 540 to go with the first period, and Minahan who came in with a 43-yard average on return has just busted 
90, and Joey wasn't supposed to have the ball. No, it was the up receiver fielded the ball, and it slipped uh, between his arms, and Minahan was standing behind him, gathered in the ball. They run the crisscross. Dennison fit, picked up good blocking, and then Jonathan Minahan just showed great open field running, and I thought he was going to be tackled about the 20, but ran out of that tackle and uh, was able to uh, extra point good. Abedek ties it with the kick, breaks a hold, Lautner to the snap, at 7-7. Seven, seven. The Monarchs and the Rams for the Duskin Field, 540 to go in the first. Now this. Oh, yeah. How, how'd that make you feel, Johnny? that bring back some old memories? It does. Let me tell you. Yeah. That was oh, an awesome shit moment. Oh, we're going to hear a couple more before this deal's over. I mean, honestly, <laughs> that was not the one that I didn't remember. But I guarantee you, we are getting ready to play one here in a couple minutes that is just like... <laughs> Oh, shit. That was amazing. That happened like hey, yesterday, hey. except it was 23 years ago. So go back to that mini hand real quick. So it was Muff, like in the, you know, I guess like the second level, right? And then you still right, tried to do so. the fake? Yeah, well, we, that was on the call, so I thought, oh, let's carry it out. And, uh, For those that weren't playing in 1999, Jefferson, JSCC, whatever, we were known for doing a crisscross return. Uh, what was the co- coach name? Coach Powers. That was kind of his baby. He was really proud of his crisscross. Normally it works. I mean, more often than it should have. Uh, but in this particular instance, uh, even though the fake probably wasn't effective, old John Minahan's speed. He just got that Carl Lewis speed. I mean, he's been compared to Usain Bolt, and he was down the stretch they come. Yeah, it was a, it was uh, a rough go getting it in there, though. So at the end of the run, I, I mean, uh, there is no video. I mean, I, I was pulling these all from audio. You had somebody catch up to you, or how did you get into the end zone? Yeah, I had to slow up and cut it back, I think, and then a guy got me from behind, and it was, uh, I think, if I remember right. That was a long time ago. And these are just awesome memories to to talk about, and here comes another one. So I think they call that momentum. Immediately, Dennison scores. I think that we had the ball first, Dennison scores, then we return, and momentum's on our favor after this next clip. Go ahead and give it a listen. So uh, Dennison kicked off, or uh, we kicked off. Dennison got the ball, and old Michael Walker, the defensive lineman, playing playing center field on a on a screen or a draw or on a screen, I guess, he intercepts the ball, and and by golly, that kid was about six four and two fifty. I mean, just a monster, and uh, that's a pretty cool little deal right there. I don't remember that one at all. Moving on, I guess that was just a, a brief little deal for a shout-out for our boy, Michael Walker. Uh, in a couple of these clips, you'll hear these next clips. You might hear the the uh, announcers referring to Ryan Mortensen. He's our buddy. By golly, he, he uh, passed away in the last several years. Uh, does either one of you know what condition happened or what happened to Ryan? Actually, I don't know exactly what happened to him, but yeah, I mean, it is kind of weird to look back at a bunch of pictures and, you know, you see all of us smiling and he had one of the biggest smiles, right? One of the biggest hearts. Uh, yeah. But he, he had a medical complication that I think that when we were talking to some of the other friends, uh, maybe it got misdiagnosed and yeah, it was yeah. kind of a sad deal. Um yeah. I know he yeah. was going through a divorce too, so I don't know if the heart to fight was really there that, that much either. Yeah. So, okay, well, uh, he, I think he is mentioned in these series of clips. This is uh, 
three or four minutes left to go. We're skipping forward to three or four minutes left to go. The score is tied seven to seven. We're at the 40 or 50 yard line going or driving towards the Denison goal line. So here we go. Second down and six. Keep it on the ground to Walker. Walker. Breaks one tackle, breaks two, he's still going, 35, 30, 25, 20, and finally tackles. He's in Monarch territory around the 20-yard line. Quick drive right now at Travis Hargens. Shout out to Michelle Lautner's vet, Travis Hargens of AMBC. Come on. But, but Matt Lautner gets loose for a 26-yard run. Well, Matt Lautner wasn't going to be denied. He took two hits. Uh, Took those tacklers off, and then Matt showed surprising speed, broken free for a 26-yard gain, first down. Whoa, 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 whoa! Go get that heck surprising speed! Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? For fuck's sake. <laughs> he Are you kidding me? <laughs> hey, he was, he was being accurate with his description. <laughs> Just a, just a brief moment. I remember watching this video clip back 18 years ago, and I remember after I, I, like, I don't know, somebody tackled me from the rear, and my face did a plant into the ground. That was the most stars that I've ever seen. If the liberals knew that, they would have made me come out for uh, uh, concussion protocol for a play. But Video edit. Them liberals. <laughs> so, so anyways, I believe there was a pass or two. That that play went to the 20 or 25-yard line. Anyways, a uh, player two later, uh, this is a clip, I believe, whenever they mentioned Mortensen, uh, old MLC, Matt Lautner goes in for a nine-yard touchdown. Here you go. Underdog Rams trying to take the lead before the half. Foot formation. Rams give it to Lautner. Cuts it back. Lautner, five. Lautner, touchdown. He wasn't even touched. One minute to go over the half, and the underdog ram have the lead over the heavy favorite, third rank, Tennyson Schleswig. He's the running by the by Lager, but an even better piece of blocking by the boys up front. Morton's feeling, Fever, Swaller, and Harrington that time, dog. Just absolutely sealed off that uh, off of that the defensive line of the Monarchs and gave Matt Lager room to scoot to the end zone. All right. Well, that's that's very nice to hear. All. Uh... Ryan Mortensen's name, uh, once again, just remembered an old pal. Uh, I remember in sophomore, junior years, we were trying to make the varsity squad. Ryan was always, uh, Ryan was uh, my battering ram. I mean, I was probably a little hard on him. We, <laughs> he was the center, and I would and uh, go head to head with him. And just a good old fella, and uh, got rest in peace to him and his family for sure. So, can I tell a Ryan Mortensen story that involves all three of us? Absolutely. Yes, sir. Go ahead. Uh, Scotty, I know you remember this. Um, we're on a college visit um, to Simpson, and they wanted us to play football. It was me, you, Mortensen, and Matt. You were there. And, and Luke Ball. We walked in there. Was he? Okay. I didn't remember that. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So we, we get there, and we find out the only reason they want us there is they want Scott. They could give two shits about the rest of us. <laughs> and oh, I'll yeah. never forget, Matt walked out of the meeting and goes, they don't have ag here. We're not going here. Before I even had a chance to meet him. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, anyway, we made Mortensen. He was the biggest one of us all. And we made Mortensen stop at every convenience store on the way home. We are probably spring of our senior year 
on college visits to buy beer and all them convenience stores. And we'd watch him go in. He'd set the pack of beer on the counter. They'd tell him no. He'd put his head down, and he'd walk out. And then we'd yell at him because he didn't try hard enough. <laughs> I'm going to tell you this. He worked for Pioneer um, later on there before he passed away. And um, I got to, um, you know, go to meetings and see him. And, you know, it was kind of fun just reminiscing, you know, back in his there before yeah. I don't know what he was doing exactly, but he was he was always in meetings. It was nice to see him. Just a, just a very good fellow. So, anyways, uh, yeah, moving on. Uh, that that would made the score fourteen to seven going into halftime. Uh, I mean, just a little shout out to some of the characters on the team. Uh, coach Sawhill was the offensive line coach. Uh, I I don't know how any of these folks are doing, so I apologize if uh, something weird has happened to him since then. But like. Sawhill is just an awesome coach, one of my personal favorites. We always had, uh, I think it was Sunday night, uh, watch parties at his oh, yeah. house where the feed the offensive linemen and they kind of go over the game film every week. But, uh, yeah, he was a good feller. Coach Turpin, the defensive coordinator, was awesome. Mr. Kibbe, uh, the coach, I think he coached for 10 or 15 years after we left. I mean, I, he's had a hell of a career. So, uh, okay, so this is halftime, and now we're in the next clip is from the middle of the third quarter uh this is a series of clips uh where uh uh somebody makes a long run and then uh an interception is thrown and then something truly amazing happens so i'm going to play these in succession the pauses in the audio uh signify that they're different time periods but this all happened within about a uh, 45 seconds of game time okay Lautner gets the carry on a right hole, 50, Lautner, 45, 40, 35, 30, out of bounds. Matt Lautner to Lautner, 30, Chris Beck, throw him out. Wow, that was a nice hole, Joe, and a cutback. The 26, Riggs the throw, he's got time, got time, intercepted at the 20, a poorly thrown pass, and Riggs makes the tackle. Uh, number five is having a great football game. They played four minutes in the second half, third and four for the Monarchs at their 40-yard line. Again, Spiegel is the wing on the right side, and a drop by Weavers. The throw is picked off at the 45 and clock. He might go. 30, 20, 10, and five stumbles. Oh, my. Touchdown. Touchdown. Zach Watts, a 40-yard interception return. I mean, I remember it now that I gave it some thought, but I was just kind of, once again, I was listening to these via cassette tape today, and when that happened, I was like, oh, yeah, that happened. How about that? 
We just celebrated his 40th birthday down on the sandbar in the Raccoon River here last weekend, Friday night. <laughs> I think I think somebody said he's an eligible bachelor. So can you give us phone number for all those pretty ladies out there? Embryos put in up to Collison's that morning, yep. and um, it was a miserable morning thanks to Zach Fox last Saturday. That is good. I mean, good old boys. Him and old uh, Nate Gass were big old redheads and dang sure defensive. I mean, you had an awesome defensive team, and they were two of the anchors in terms of being – I think they both played on the end, didn't they, or uh, outside? Uh, Zach was outside linebacker. Nate, Nate, he didn't really play much. <laughs> so Zach didn't even go out for football his junior year, yep. and then we convinced him to go out uh, his senior year because his junior year he wanted to ride motorcycles with Nate. And they went off a jump <laughs> once. He blew his knee, and I had blown my knee – junior year like right before that so zach and i we were driving to Ames. you know what was it, it was like i think two times a week just to go get you know rehab and yeah. then finally convinced him to play football again i've said this about some of the legends of the show cattle deal and the bull deal uh if there was no zach fox there may not have been a win that night thanks zach appreciate you so that made the score 21 to 7 and uh I mean, I'm glad that you brought up your uh, knee injury, Booby Miles, Scott Erickson, uh, because guess who's next in line for a little bit of audio time? Scott Erickson. So uh, we'll give this clip a look, and then we'll uh, review the highlight footage from Scott Denison game. Scott Erickson speaking of bad knees. <laughs> and they're at the uh, linebacker spot for the tackle. Scott's been a warrior all year, Doug. Uh, he's been playing on that uh, leg and a half, but uh... – uh, boy, he's, he's, he's just played through it, and uh, uh, you just admire the guts that Scott Erickson has displayed all year long. Uh, we had a doctor <laughs> back in Jefferson that he told me after I blew my knee the first time, he goes, don't ever play this stupid sport of football. <laughs> and I mean, that's all I could live and breathe was that. So, like, to have somebody like that tell me that, I'm like, what are you doing? Like, this is all I care about is football. You're a warrior, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I think it needs to be stated in this podcast, you had as much commitment and dedication to the game as anybody on the team. It just so happened that your your body failed you. And I'm not trying to make a joke when I say that. I mean, you could have been oh, – no. your, your story is just exactly like Booby Miles in terms of having that college and professional level athleticism. And, uh, I mean, it just didn't work out. But you've moved on to great things. Maybe this would be a good chance for both of you to just give a brief shout-out in terms of what your current careers are. Because even though high school football is important, long-term, you both have beautiful families. And uh, this is way more serious than I want it to be. But just give a brief shout-out to your families and also uh, to your occupations at this stage in the game. I wanted to be a pig farmer, so I started building pig barns. I mortgaged my house and built a pig barn, and it worked out. And I had an opportunity to take over a Pioneer dealership, and now we sell seed corn and liquid fertilizer and a yeah. little bit of chemical. Just as a teaching um, moment, I mean, I think that young kids that are listening to this while your college and high school days are super important, if you can bite off a piece of that pie and, and, and dive into buying a, a hog barn or whatever it might be, just anything in an investment opportunity, the earlier the better. Because, I mean, those sacrifices that Johnny made from 25 to 30 years old now allow him a lot of, uh, you know, just makes his life more comfortable now that he's 40. So, I mean, that's, 
that's really I know that we'd like to jack around, boys, but that's an honest to gosh truth right there. So you fail when you're young, you can recoup a lot faster. You got time. And I got yeah. two kids, a boy and a girl, a wife, still married. <laughs> she has a beautiful big radio edit. Just like mine. Woo! You could do All that. Right. You could put that in there. Uh, whenever it gets a little risque, I'll go radio edit. Radio edit. Just like old Eminem back in the day. Whenever a guy's stressed out, you just go and rub on him, and it makes you feel. Scott, quit. We're getting a little long. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So went into transportation. Uh, kind of had a beautiful education at a company called C.H. Robinson, which was um, anything corn, soy, alfalfa, wheat, triticale, all that stuff was kind of, I guess, my education. We've been successful up to this point, you know, basically 13 years in this industry. Why would we not be successful now? So we started the company in September of 2020. Um, didn't know what was going to happen. Uh, we started with six employees. Um, today, I think we have 40. Um, we are today blessed out of our minds that we are essentially a top 1% provider um, in the services that we do within the United States. Uh, Heartland Logistics Group. Heartland Logistics Group, and we are a worldwide podcast. We're in 72 countries. Please give your contact number for your business, not your number, but your business contact number if you have it handy, and uh, maybe you get some shout-outs or some calls for business. Uh, hey, hey, there's no reason that nothing needs to go through anybody else but me. Uh, my, my cell phone is 515-291-0689. Um, we are only a domestic uh, U.S. provider. Um, I guess yeah. I should say North American. We do business in Canada and Mexico, but uh, only about fifty thousand to a hundred thousand people are going to listen to this podcast. No big deal. It's going to be made into a Hollywood movie. No big deal. Friday Night Lights two coming in two thousand twenty-five. So, anyways, here we go. Back to the game. These people want to hear why we are in the fourth quarter. There is about nine minutes left to go, and uh, Dennison is driving. From the six, second and goal from the six. Nine twelve to go. Monarchs taking almost no time, Joe. They are just they're running a real quick pace offense right now. And they give on the left side. No, they'll fake it. And touchdown Weavers. Nice keep of the option. And with nine oh one to play in the football game, the Monarchs third rated draw closer. You know they're not gonna go down easy. All right, all right, all right. So it's twenty one fourteen, nine minutes to go. We start near the goal line, three-yard line. I do know this much. What you're about to hear, it's gonna, it involves a little boy by the name of John Minahan. He's been turning on them afterburners again. Now listen to this, boys. Woo! Second and nine. Robbins against slot left. I set. Breaks the throw. Does throw. Minahan catches it first down. Can you remember that 23 years later, John? I do remember that one. <laughs> I do this remember is, that. This is more entertaining than you thought it'd be, isn't it? It is. It is. I, <laughs> I, you, you warned me about interrupting, so I'm trying to <laughs> mute my phone and not laugh. So it is. Uh, it was 21-14. We thought we had scored a touchdown. 
Unfortunately, it was called back due to clipping. I know there's a lot of intensity. Even 23 years later, I, I showed my intensity during that clip. So, moving on. There'll be more time for small talk later on, but here we go. We're, uh, we're at two and a half minutes left in the game. We're up 21 to 14. Dennison is driving the ball. And then this happens. sidekick over there at the University of Iowa. <laughs> Minahan. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, here's what I got here's what here's what I got to tell you. If you're slow and you just don't have as much talent as number thirty four and number four, the only way you can make up for it is to be really scrappy. And I think that's the best way to describe my ability was I was scrappy. I was a little snot nosed kid. Do you remember how much shit I talked in the during my junior year, uh, Johnny or oh, yeah. or Scott? Oh, we weren't any good. We were two and seven, so I'd basically just talk trash the whole game. I thought I was white men can't jump. I thought I was Woody Harrelson. I remember when we were <laughs> sophomores playing defense against the seniors, and they were preseason rated. And we were sophomores, oh, yeah. and we played defense. And you used to blow up their our center, our own team practicing scout team. <laughs> and I remember you saying, "No wonder yeah. we can't win." You can't even block me. <laughs> yes. When I was a oh, you're talking about nineteen. You're talking about nineteen ninety-seven JSPC team. Seven, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. So, anyways, we oh, recovered the ball with two and a half minutes to go, and uh, you just thought we could have run it out, but we didn't. We, I think the, uh, I don't exactly remember how if we punted or if we turned it over on downs, but Dennison had the ball back with. Uh, with uh, about 70 seconds left, they're driving down the field. That Weber kid that went on to BV, Buena Vista to play for him, was a star athlete. They had so much talent. I do remember, like, going straight up the middle, full blitz, about five plays in a row, and they were rock solid. I mean, that's the point in the game whenever you're winded. I mean, everything's going full on out. And uh, I know, Scott, you were, were we doing double blitzes at that point, or were you falling back into coverage? Oh, no, no, no. no. <laughs> We we had to leave it to Minahan to figure out the back end. Turpin, we Turpin was – oh, Coach Turpin, the defensive coordinator, was just like, let it rip, boys. We're going to go all out right up the middle every play. Never did get – I mean, I think in the last five or six plays that uh, we ever got to the quarterback, I believe the, the footage here starts when they're at the 30-yard line with approximately 40 seconds left to play. And uh, I just – I don't know how this is going to turn out. I can hardly remember. Listen in. Well, once again, you just first and ten. I can't, I can't, I can't. 
JSTC takes down the second-rate Denison Schletzwig Monarch. How about that, boys? Back in memory lane. Yeah. Cool. Those guys were tough. Cool. So, anyways, uh, gather your thoughts for tomorrow. We'll have some pregame. But uh, I I got a wife that needs me upstairs. She's been calling me for about 20 minutes. I don't want to make her mad. So uh, we're gonna have to <laughs> call for wife. We're gonna have to make chapter. We're gonna have to make chapter two just a little bit shorter in terms of post game review. But <clears throat> for all of our uh, worldwide audience or whatever, whoever's listening, uh, chapter three will post in the next day or two. It features the number one ranked Harlan Cyclones against the unranked JSTC Rams. We were uh, let's see here seven and three at this point of the season after beating Denison. And we thought we were pretty hot shit. We probably went out and got uh, a few barley pops in us that night, didn't we, boys? Oh, yeah. I'd say so. I think we went to uh, school was canceled on – that was a Wednesday night. And I think Thursday – Thursday, Thursdays at Ames, the Thursday of school was canceled on Friday. <laughs> so you do the math. So you do the math. <laughs> we played on Monday. <laughs> we're just logging off for the night. My beautiful wife and daughter are sitting on the couch. Please say hi to John Minahan and Scott Erickson, honey. Wow. We gave uh, you and Tasha a shout-out on the show. It's very amazing. I think you're going to enjoy it. Michelle, what time do you set his alarm so he can get to work for you tomorrow? (laughs) All right. We'll see you guys. Can't wait for tomorrow. hope you enjoyed it. See ya. See you, buddy. Really, the story, the story is Booby Miles Scott Erickson blowing out his knee, Jonathan Manahan. I mean, what he did in this game, I did not remember it. I'm sorry. I just, I don't remember. I didn't remember that he was like the difference between winning and losing. I honestly left out two clips near the end of the game that could have made it. Radio edit. Radio edit. Pressuring me to go faster. And it's like. This is patting him on the back. I make beautiful yeah. internet babies every day. What you're going to get out of this is a very hard time from your old friends. 